This place is sublime. That's a sublime joke? It's a sublimation joke. What is sublimation? Because I guessed this week in trivia that it was the process of turning something from solid to a gas. You guessed correctly. Got it. Oh, okay. Are there statues in any of those places? If you look at any phase diagram. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Don't just explain it. Pull one up on your phone. (laughs) I have a Google phase diagram or frost diagram. What do the statues look like? There are statues. Are they, no, I asked just, if there were, and he just oh. decided to talk about something dumb that no one cares about. <laughs> I'm trying he's to describe talking about room. phases, which are important. For moons, but not for anything else. Let's go. Uh, not for cats, people. Also for... Never mind. Microphones. Mystery Tour is a 5th edition D&D actual play about a rock and roll band who solves mysteries while they're on tour. I'm Ed, and I'll be your DM. I'm Emily, and I'm playing Allure Bard, who's the bass player in the band Dorm Lancer. He's pretty down-to-earth, nearly 8 feet tall, and loves playing hacky sack. Hi, I'm Brayton. I'll be playing Staff. Staff is a changeling College of the Road Bard guitar player for the band Dream Lancer. Shh. His band members don't know yet. Staff parades around as Roger Stewart, but occasionally steps into other personas to get the job done. Nora here, playing Soft Wind in the Trees, a.k.a. Windy, a tabaxi lore bard. Windy's not a big fan of caves or mountains, and she's really hoping that she stops getting covered in water, goo, and slime. She loves being on the road and collecting stories that she can eventually tell to her snowy mountain clan. Last time on Bardic Mystery Tour. The gang defeated an Ankeg, but at the cost of their goblin friend, Booger. They discovered a shrine where they met up with the drummer from Death Saves, Knuckles, and one of the champions from Oilertown, Boyne. At the heart of the shrine, Windy acquired a cursed necklace that stole her voice. We join them as they attempt to leave the temple. This is Bardic Mystery Tour. Let's leave and we'll avoid all the traps we saw on the way in. Back the way we came. We go through the log room. No. First you go through the other room. The hole in the ground. Middle Roll of the ground. a handle animal check. Eight. Lars runs over to grab the arrows on the ground. No, I ran after him. And the ground gives out. And I'm holding on to the leash. Kevin and Lars fall down a very large hole. Um... What are you doing? <laughs> you take seven damage. Lars yelps. Can we throw a rope down? Like, can we see them from up top? Yeah, they fell like 10 feet. Yeah, I got a 50-foot rope, so I throw that down. The whole thing? No. Also, big guy's like 8 feet, so if they only fell 10 feet, he could probably just get back out. Yeah, we're not the ones who throw a rope. Yeah, I don't know. I threw down one end of the rope. I look around. Lars is glowing. The ground's covered in bones. Is Lars gnawing on them? Yeah, he picks one up. Ew. He's a vegetarian, but he likes to chew on things. Yeah, bones are vegetables. It's just a pit of bones, like people who have fallen in and died? Yeah. Okay, nothing looks, like, interesting? I don't know, an investigation check. 16. You find 97 gold in odd coins. Are you serious? That's a lot of gold. Way to go, big guy. Sick. I put them in my pouch, in my pack. Uh, And then I holler up, I'm like, hey... Uh, you guys want to help me get Lars out of here? Yeah, just lift him up to the edge. 
Okay, I hold Lars. He's heavy. Can you lift him? I don't know. I'm pretty strong. He's like big dog. Roll a strength check. 20. All right, yeah. You lift him up, but you only get him like eight feet. So you guys got to like muscle him out of there. So you guys roll a strength check. You can help each other. Oh, yeah, we'll help. 14. All right, you pull on him enough that he can pull himself back out. All right, all right. And I handle animal and I calm him down. 12. He starts running in a circle around the pit and gerbil yelping. What does the gerbil sound like? I squeak. <laughs> How do I get out? With that rope and like climbing or something? Yeah. You threw that rope. I'm going to try and climb it. All right. Roll either an acrobatics or an athletics check. 20. You get out of the pit. Yeah. I grab Lars. He rubs his head against he, your leg. I scratch him in the ears. I'm like, don't run away again. To Let's the log roll. room. We continue into the next room. All right. There's a giant log hanging by chains in that room. We go past it. You walk through this thin blue beam of light and you hear a loud nothing right, else we happens keep going. you walk past a bear trap we don't step in it there's a room full of pillars we crawl i crawl for sure i stay on my feet and do like i did last time where i get close to the pillar then jump real quick in front of it all right knuckles goes man why did i think of that the first time that was so easy I was you so- have a shield just hold the shield in the direction and i was so terrified of the arrows you ever have someone shoot at you it's scary yeah all the Never mind. All right. We're back out to the outside yet? Yeah. What time of day is it? I look at my wristwatch. It is not very useful because I didn't decide which way to Use your compass. Oh, yeah. I look at my compass and decide which way I should turn. Wait, what? How did we get outside? I asked if we made it all the way outside and you said, yeah. Did I say yeah or did I just look at you like I was looking outside behind you? We could roll the tape back, but I remember you saying yeah. You push the button on the elevator and the six of you, if you count Lars as a thing. We count Lars as a thing, that's for sure. We count Lars as a person. Yeah, he's our drummer. All right, you all get to the top of that blue pillar of light. It's a lot of acts that have things that do drums that aren't people. Yeah, but ours isn't a person. Adam and his package? He's a... He's a Nine Inch Nails? A, an alive being. And then, did you say we go up to the top? Yeah. Then we go out of the shrine. As soon as the last person's out of the shrine, lightning from the sky strikes the semi-dome. What's it called? Hemisphere. And it explodes inward and collapses. Okay. I guess we destroyed it. And you hear heavenly angelic chorus singing. Hey, Wendy, that's your old voice. I just close my eyes. Job well done. Uh, I think we head back down the path some more. Like the same direction we had been heading. Right? Oh, crap. Do we grab what's his body? Boing? We don't need to. We got his head cloak. We're good. You're trying to find the path, but the path isn't easily findable. It's very confusing because you're in this mountainous region. It's very difficult to We pick understand. a path. Start walking. And we go that way. All right. You turn this one corner, and you see this tower that you hadn't seen before, because it was hidden and obscured by the mountain. Does it look like that tower? I don't know if this is what the one in Trek looks like. This is how I remember it. It's, like, perfectly round, and then it tapers at the top, and it's got the turrets on it, and then there's one little window at the top that somebody can look out of. Yeah. Why does it taper? 
Because it, because you can't build it straight up and have it remain architecturally stable. You have to like get smaller as you go up, help stabilize it. That is architecture for you. All right. So we see this tower that definitely doesn't have anybody trapped in it. Is there a door on the floor? All right. It's still far. Let's see. It's still far away because if you see a tower. Oh. You're going to head to it though? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. It's pretty easy to find because you just walk toward the tower. We do it. All right. You arrive at the tower. There's a door at ground level, conveniently. Above it, there is engraved in the headstone. Is that called right. a headstone? Keystone. Mm, head or stone? What's the one that says, like, built circa 1825? Yeah, that's the keystone. No. No, no, no that's the top of the arch. Cornerstone. 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 Yeah. But, like, mansions or whatever will have, like, a big stone above the door that says, like, the name of the mansion or whatever. That's not called the headstone. It can be. Unless someone's if buried there. If it's a there. grave, maybe headstone has multiple meanings. I feel like it's called, like, the embossing or something. I don't know. In that thing, it says, Temple of Memories. And, standing outside, you see Kana. I wave at her. Uh, she excitedly waves back at you, but stays standing at the base of the tower. And Knuckles goes, Kana! And runs over, and they give each other a big hug. And Roland says, so I guess you know that person? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah she's one of our rival bandmates. You just hang out with your rivals? Well, it's more complicated than that. The rising tide lifts all ships, Roland. I know sea idioms. Do, do you want to share one, or do you just want to tell us that you know them? Prove it. Salt kills bacteria. I heard that. I want to look more closely at this door. The door is a very standard wooden construction with like iron crossbars that hold it together. Does it look locked? No. It doesn't even have a locking Does mechanism. Does it sound locked? Is that what locked sounds like? Does it smell locked? Yes. Asking for Lars. Is there a door handle? Yes. I try to open it. All in right. for a penny, in for a pound. As you walk closer to the door... Kana says in Goblin, but you guys can't understand. Except for me. Yeah. In a very gruff, masculine, goblinoid voice, she says, Well, I'm going to do without you then. Uh, Raj, what'd she say then? Uh, I'm going to, she wants to do it without us. Okay. I have never heard her talk before. Me neither. That's why I'm really confused. Knuckles goes, Did you run into someone that's in there? And then she nods her head. Ask her what they look like. She kind of gestures in like a body shape where like she like outlines with her hands like the roundness of a head and like where shoulders would be about like a six foot height or something like that. Oh, hang on. And then I'm like, Wendy, show her the poster. I pull the poster out and I like unfurl it and show it to her. Oh, she excitedly points straight at Galarok. The Hubba-Gubblin. Big guy. Mutton chops. Yep. Chip chops. All right. He's in there then, huh? She nods frantically. We got to sneak up on him. How? I'm like, how long ago? Like, a long time ago. She looks at her wrist and then shakes her head and then looks at the sky and Ooh, then taps her, her foot. Oh, give her your compass. It won't help. I show her my watch. It's just a sundial, sundial. and it's not helpful. She uses a finger to, like, go around in a circle, like, four or five times. Jeez. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right. All right, we don't have to worry, then. Let's go in. Four hours. 
He's lost in there? More lost than found. Aw. I open the door. Blue smoke billows out, obscuring your view. I forge ahead into the smoke. I go second. Roland goes third. I go last with Lars. Uh, Knuckles is like, I'm just gonna chill out here. Don't abandon us. We didn't abandon you. The door slams behind you. I cast light. On. You don't need to cast light. Okay. <laughs> you can, though, if you want to. Don't if let him tell still you glowing, not. it's fine. I just want to make sure it's... I think that means it's not dark. Oh. You find yourselves in a tall cylindrical room. Smoke billows from all of the walls and descends heavily down, hitting the ground and dispersing out across the floor. You basically can't see the floor. There's so much smoke. But it doesn't fill up the entire room. It, like, dissipates out. Is it cold? Is it dry ice? No, but it looks like that. But it's not cold. I look around, and I want to make sure there's no traps. There are four platforms, all at about chest height. And then above that, there are four platforms. And above that, there are four platforms. And above that, there are four platforms. Each one of these platforms is only big enough to roughly hold, like, one person standing. And they all have behind them doorway... Like, what do you call... You know, like, when statues are in, like, um... Those holes that are, like, doorway-shaped. Oh, it's like like an archway, but there's nothing behind it. Yeah. 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 How many rows of this are there going up? Four. It's like a nook, but there's a different word for it. Crevice. I don't know. Something. Something like that. But the platforms are only, like, a foot deep or something. They're not, like, huge platforms. And then, between every set of platforms, there is a solid ring of what looks like a different kind of stone or something that separates them vertically from each other. So you can't, like, go from one to the next to the next by climbing, basically? It just is mostly a visual thing. To break up the levels, kind of? Are they directly above each other, like, scaffolding, or are they offset by, whatever, 15 degrees? They're directly above each other. Okay. I want everyone to chill out while I finish describing this room. Do you want to start over? I'm just just working through it here. If you don't know, Dungeon Master's plan everything precisely long before the play session there's a loud thunderous boom a flash of light brighter than you can stand fills the entire room and it immediately calms back down to its eerie blueness of billowing smoke out of the not doorways step these four ghostly figures made of blue light what do they look like one is a gnomish lady in full plate mail, wielding a very large two-handed sword for a gnome. One is an Aarakocra. I don't, I don't know anything we can use to describe an Aarakocra. So Bird that's what person. they look like. With feet and hands. I don't know. Murderous. Is that a joke about crows? Yeah. I get it. Except for I always imagine the hawk Aarakocra, even though like they can be any kinds of birds. Oh. I was thinking of Kenku when you said Aarakocra. Oh. Aarakocra. I'm glad that we had this talk. Aarakocra have wings. Kenku do not. Yep. So every time you break your kana with wings, you're wrong. Right. One is a dwarf with that helmet with that middle piece we were talking about last arc. And a big Roman like fan. Oh, that's a different kind of helmet then. Yeah, but it's both of those two things. Okay. It's confusing dwarven helmet. What was the name of the helmet that we decide? I didn't care. Sorry, go ahead. And the last one is a turtle. Like the race, not I didn't spell turtle wrong. Is that like the difference between a turtle and a tortoise? 
No, they're like people. They're like they're people. Turtles. They're like half turtle, half people. They're kind of just like Ninja Turtles. A little bit. Of note, they're all standing on the bottom four platforms. We wave. From left to right. They're in a circle. Yeah, but start somewhere. One of them is holding a violin. The gnome is holding a violin. The Aarakocra has a tub base. The dwarf is holding a ukulele. And the turtle is holding onto an electric guitar. Um, they're like ghosts, right? They're like spectral. You can like kind of see them a little bit. But the instruments, are they spectral or real? Yep, nope, spectral. Okay. Roland is like, what the crap is this? I expected pit traps and Do batter. we know who they are because they're a famous band and we care about rock and roll music? Roll knowledge history check. Just roll a history check, I guess. 17. 7. 21. You don't recognize them. What about Roland? What? Do you ask him something? I'm like, hey, buddy, do you recognize these characters from somewhere? No. All right. I see that that uh, Aarakocra is holding my instrument. I gesture towards my ukulele, and then I point at the dwarf. Roland says, is that an instrument he's holding? Yeah, yeah, man, that's what I play. How do you even play that? Oh, it's sick. You, uh, the tub is the resonant chamber, and there's a string that attaches to it. So when the string vibrates, it vibrates the tub, and then the sound can get louder. It amplifies it. And you got to pull back on the stick to change the pitch because it changes how tight the string is. And you pluck the string. All right, what does pitch mean? Uh, Like how high or low it is, you know? How does pulling on the stick change the pitch? Well, there's like, I don't know. Is there physics in this world? Yeah, there's clearly physics. There's music, you know? I don't know. It's just like science, like physics, you know? The tighter something is, the higher it sounds. And the looser it is, the lower it sounds. Is it like magical? No. It's just like the way the world works, man. See, what happens is the frequency at which pressure pulses push against your eardrums determines how high you perceive a note to be. It's like when low. you're fishing and you got a fish on it, it feels different. Than if there's like a shoe on it. It's literally the same as if you have a bigger fish, you can feel longer pulses than a smaller fish. Uh, Usually you just feel that it pulls harder. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, so you just got to pay attention to like subtleties a little more and then you're right there. So the harder you pull the stick, the bigger the sound. Yep. The higher. Yeah, that's the word. Did you say you have other siblings named Roland? Not, no, not siblings. Family. My dad's name's Roland. Uh, His dad's name is Roland. His dad's name is Roland. Does any of them play a violin? What's your son's name? Because all the rest of those instruments up there belong to us, kind of. Like, Wendy plays that ukulele. Oh, yeah? And Raj plays that uh, guitar. So maybe you should... What's a ukulele? Oh, it's that little little thing that that uh, dwarf is holding. Yeah, it's like a tiny Portuguese guitar. For dwarves. For dwarves. Or for whoever wants to use it, like if you're a tabaxi. They're made for tabaxi? They're just made, and then like whoever wants to learn how to play them can learn how to play them. A cigar tabaxi ukulele. Anyway, uh, any of your family members play uh, violin? My great-grandfather used to play the violin. Okay. I remember that from when I was a little kid. Yeah, but I don't see how that's related to this, because these people are all different races than us. 
Uh, I'm going to take a few steps closer towards the tub base one. Okay. If I reach out, can I touch the tub base? Yeah. As soon as you touch it, the four characters step back into their doorways and the smoke swirls around and swooshes up out of the entire tower. Everything goes dark and then a bright light flashes again and smoke comes flooding down on the walls again and hits the ground and spews all over the floor. Do they reappear? The same four people with the same four instruments step out of the doorways again mm-hmm. in different places. Well, maybe we all have to touch them at like the same time or something. I don't know, guys. What do you think? I touch my nose and then I point at the big guy and I, I nod like I'm in agreement and I wa- take a couple steps towards the dwarf with the ukulele. I take like six steps towards Raj and I like put my arm around him and I'm like, what is going on with Wendy? I think that Wendy is trying to save her voice for the show tonight. Okay. Do I notice her necklace? Or that magical necklace has stolen her voice away. I'm not sure, but that sounds <laughs> like a- it's the necklace, man. We got to take it from her. I think that that would be a worse outcome. So I'm employing the power of positivity. And I'm going to decide that that's not what's happening. I think that's a bad plan, man. Whatever. All right. I go to my base. Uh, what do you, can I even reach the guitar thing? They're all like chest height. You mean that can you reach the guitar? They're standing on the platform that's at chest height. And the turtle's like almost five feet tall. I greet the turtle. It doesn't acknowledge that you exist. It just stands Wait, there. How do you greet it? Hail, great turtle of legend. Please bless unto me the power of rock and roll. And then I hold up my flying V guitar, which is back in the retcon. I guess I hold up my strat. I uh, hope that he touches it and makes it magical. He doesn't do anything. Wait, 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 wait. Guys, is this a trap? Are they going to take our so our abilities or something? You know, like, Wendy can't sing. I don't know. Now I'm kind of nervous all of a sudden. Yeah, I don't know. This is not a band I've ever heard of. And we're supposed to get famous from being here. So these guys obviously never made it to fame. Or else we'd know them. Right? I'm going to try and leave the room. Does the door open? Well, all the walls are covered in smoke. And as you feel around through the smoke to try to find the door... You can't seem to find it. Okay. Cast Gust of Wind. I don't have that one. I start blowing on things. Wendy, do you have Gust of Wind? I shake my head now. Do I think these are ghosts? Roll a Knowledge Arcana chick. Do you have, like, Arcana? Is that a skill they use now? Uh-huh. Can't we just call them Knowledge Skills? <laughs> Seven. Fourteen. Twenty-two. Bass player and Wendy think that this is not ghosts, but magical constructs of some sort. I relay that information to Roger and Booger. Booger's dead. Booger died because of your negligence when you let Wendy take his spear. And he was defenseless. He was indefensible. He was indefensible. I nod along while the bass player explains that their constructs. I jump up where the turtle is. As soon as you touch the ghost or whatever, the Thing. Construct. Construct. Red lights flash and a giant torrent of air whirls around. The whole room fills with smoke and it gushes upward. And then there's a flash of light and blue smoke start pouring down the walls. These four characters we've been talking about before step out of the holes and stand there holding the instruments they held before. 
In same the holes? same level? They shit switch holes. In the same level. They shit switch holes. They shit switch holes. <laughs> okay, okay. So if I go first on the base, it's wrong. And if you go first on the... I'm starting to think we don't even have to touch them. What do you think we have to do? What's the floor look like? The floor is covered in billowing blue smoke. Okay, okay. When do you touch the ukulele first? We'll see if that's the secret answer. Okay, I go up and touch the ukulele. All right. Everything turns red and it swooshes in a torrent and gets sucked out the top of the building. A bright light, a flash, a flash, bright flash of light flashes, a flash of light flashes. Blue smoke comes pouring down the walls and hits the ground and billows across. I clap for everyone's attention and I make a big circle towards all of us. And then I say, or like I mime like one, two, three, and then like a touch to try to convey to them that I think we all need to touch them at the same time. Yeah. All right. All right. You want me to count? Roland, you in? What are we doing? On the count of You're three. You're going to stand by the violinist. This is really violent. Every time it swishes and swirls, my head spins. All right. That's fine. Just Lars. Close, close your eyes next time. Just get Lars to touch the violin. You know? Roland, are you not in? I'm, yeah, I'm in. What's up? On the count of three, you're going to touch. No, three then touch. You're going to touch the ukulele. No, the violin Violin guy. Three and then touch? Yeah, like yeah. one, two, three, touch. On the word touch. On the fourth beat. It's a violin lady. What's a beat? I don't know. Uh, it's cool. It's cool. You ready? On the word the right touch, do it. And I'm going to say one, two, three, touch. All right. Ready? Yeah. One, two, Three. Roll touch touch. <laughs> okay, let's do it this way. Obviously, it's swirled again, right? Uh, well, roll and touch is first, and then uh, bright light flashes, and then the figures step back into their holes, and the four sections all begin spinning clockwise for one, and counterclockwise for the next, and then clockwise for the next, and counterclockwise for the next one, and they just spin and make these loud ratcheting noises, like and they slam at the end. Make this huge, deep, slamming sound. And then the figures step out of the platforms on the second level. Uh, so it's an order kind of deal. But they are no longer holding instruments. Now, one of them is holding a fancy dagger. One of them is holding a rapier. One of them's holding a short sword. And one of them is holding a bow. Well, which is which? Wait, a violin bow? The gnome in plate mail is carrying a fancy dagger. The aracocra is holding a rapier. The dwarf with the Roman helmet is holding a short sword. And the turtle is wielding a longbow. All right. Um, can we climb up to reach the second level? Like, is there a way to reach it? Um, how do you want to try to reach it? Like, climb into the ones from the first level. Roland says, how come they came out there that time? That was not nearly as scary in the whooshing sense, but way more scary in the I might get my fingers ground off sense. I think that you have to just understand that when you do the puzzle good, it's also scary. Yeah. I should have stayed outside. It's okay. It's okay. I was hoping there'd be like a little pond in here. I could fish while you guys solve the puzzles. From a, a non-judgmental standpoint, I think you went a little bit before the rest of us. So maybe it's just one person at a time and not all four of us. What makes you think I went first? I did it when you said to touch it. Uh, you were a little early in. It was a really slow beat, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, it's not your fault. fault. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, so I'm, that's what I mean. I'm not judging. Like, like, let's high five on the count of three. 
One. To who? Two. Three. Yeah, see, you missed it. Three. Oh, see, you missed. Rod knows what's up. Yeah. yeah. Rock and roll, baby. Well, here's a question. Last time, I just picked the instruments that we've played in our band, Dream Lancer, and then made Roland touch the last one. Yeah, but I don't play the violin. We all use the rapier. Yeah, I clap, and I'm like, gesture to myself, and show that I have two daggers, a short sword, and a rapier. I have a dagger. And then shrug. And I have an axe, and I have a staff. Yeah, I have a short sword. So the only one not used is the bow. Yeah, I have a rapier. Oh, and I show my crossbow, too. And a short bow. Not a long bow? No. All right. Do you think we have to physically touch it? Maybe somebody could just shoot their uh, I shoot arrow. the one with a longbow with an arrow. All right, roll to hit. Do a good job, bro. Natural 20, baby. He solves a puzzle. All I pierce that bow right through its stupid heart. The bow falls in half. The tower cracks in two. Magma spews from the center, and we all die. The figures step back into their holes. All of the wheels of the tower begin clicking and clacking and spinning. This way in the opposite of the direction that they went, whatever. But at different rates. Until they come slamming to a stop again. The smoke continues to pour down the walls. The figures step out of the third set of ledges. One of them is wearing scale mail. One of them is wearing a fancy ball gown. But which ones? Okay, the same ones as before. The gnome is wearing scale mail. Well, the gnome had plate mail on earlier, so... They can change clothes. Sure, she has scale mail on now. The Aarakocra is wearing a fancy ball gown. The dwarf is wearing this frilly shirt that Raj is currently wearing. And the turtle is wearing a green cloak. What kind of cloak is... Who's it wearing? Roland. It's a green cloak, right? Yeah. Big guy, you're wearing scale mail. Oh, yeah, I jump up and down and jingle jangle. So the one that doesn't match is... That ball gown. That ball gown. Do you own a ball gown, Wendy? I just look mysterious. Wendy, now's your time to shine. Hit that ball gown. I shoot towards the ball gown with my crossbow. I roll it to hit. 22. All right, you shoot the Aarakocra right through its face. The... Figures step back. Then there's all that clunking and whirring. And they come slamming to a halt again. Then they step out. They're not holding anything. The Noman Playmail says, I am Roland. The Aarakocra says, I am the big guy. The Dwarf says, I am Windy Snowy Mountain. And the Turtle says, I am Roger. Uh. Uh. We shoot the Aarakocra. Why? That's not your name. That's just what we call you. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. It should say Kemen. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's logical. I shrug and then point towards myself and, like, gesture with the crossbow. Like, do yeah, you want me to shoot it? I think. Yeah. Yeah. I shoot with my crossbow right, towards hit. the big guy. Which is the Aarakocra. Thought, don't shoot Emily's character. Ow! 22. <laughs> All right. Wait, you did you aim it. at me? No, I aimed at the Aarakocra. And it flashes red, and all the air gets sucked out of the top of the tower, and a flash of light happens, and then blue smoke comes pouring down the sides. Do we have to start over? Yeah. Okay, and then they step out forward. of the first. 
Let me fast forward. I shrug and I'm like, I don't know who to shoot next with my body Wait, language. Wait, it actually reset the whole thing? Are we yeah, on the yeah. First? Roland's like, wait a minute. Hold hell? on a second. Um, buddy, what's your name? Roland. Like, do you have, do you have a, a different name, name that you go by? No. Well, maybe it's Wendy and it's like, because she's got that long name. I cross my hands repeatedly in like a no-go gesture. Wait, what's your full name? I look impatient. Raj, do you remember her full name? Windy Snowy Mountain Snow Caps on the Plains. So maybe that's the reason, because it's full names. Yeah. Yeah, well, why was mine right? Yours wasn't? Yeah. Something's fucky. Well, what's your name? Roger say, Stewart. Like, say, it's your full name? Roger William Stewart. Oh, maybe it's you. Do you want me to make a deception check? <laughs> yeah. 23. What is this called? Institution. Insight. 19. 23. Wait, what'd you roll? 23. What'd you roll? 23. Who wins that? DM tells us, because DM knows the rules. Just, just re-roll that. 18. 21. You don't think he's telling the truth there. Raj? Huh? It seems a little fishy. It seems like maybe you're telling a lie. Fish? Uh, Roland would be interested in that. Yeah? Yeah, we're going to go fishing? After yeah. After we handle this. How do we get out hey, of here? Yeah, let's just hey, leave through the door. Hey, man, I, I don't think Raj is telling the truth. I say to Roland. All right. Raj, do you go by something else? No? I cross my arms and look accusatorily at Raj. I don't know why you guys are all blaming me. Roland's like, listen, we could just, we could just whatever. Leave. There's only, we know the first three, right? And it's not, we didn't even take any damage. We can just, we did this all day. There's only 16 slots. Like, we could just force the puzzle. Yeah, I nod along with what Roland's saying. And I, yeah, Roland's like, making a lot of gesture sense. as if we've already shot the big guy. And then I just point at the rest of us. Yeah, so like, whatever. Yeah, yeah let's just do it. Let's yeah, I'll we'll just go to the next one. And we'll just do whatever one's to the right of the so big guy. We'll do violin. And then we'll do the bow. Yeah, violin. And then we'll do bow. the ball gown. And then we'll ball do gown. Roger. I know. Yeah, or, or whatever one's just to the right of the big guy. I nod. Do, do you want me to shoot for all of them? Wendy, you do the shooting. Roland just touches the roll and one that can reach. Oh, okay. You want me to roll for the other three? Yeah. Wow. 22. She keeps rolling 19s. Five. All right, you miss. I missed the ball gown. All right, I'll shoot the ball gown. Seven. Uh, you miss. All right, I huck my axe up there. Don't get it stuck. Oh, yeah. Okay, I won't do it. All right, I'll shoot it again. At the same time, Wendy, all right? I not along. You count us in. I do my fingers. One, two, three. It seems silly you're holding a bow. Are you, look at her fingers while she's aiming, while you're aiming. <laughs> oh, this will explain it. I got an 11. 20. I mean, those both hit. Oh, okay. And it swirls and clicks around. All right, and they step out. And one says, I don't remember who said what. I don't care. You get it. It was Roland, big guy, Wendy, Raj. Yeah, the gnome says, I am Roland. The Aarakocra says, I am the big guy. The dwarf says, I am Windy Snowy Mountains. Is it wind in the trees? Soft wind Soft in wind the trees. Soft wind in the trees. Snowy mountain. It says that. It has the whole time. Does the big guy one say Kemen? Yeah, do you want it to change this time? I don't care. I don't care. I'm asking you. It's your puzzle. I'm trying to find a way out of telling everybody I'm a changeling, but I feel like you've kind of written it in that we're kind of stuck telling everybody. <laughs> All right. So you're going to shoot the one that says I am Roger, the turtle? 
Yeah. I'm doing it. I'm going for it. Eight. You miss. Do it again, Wendy. You got this. I really don't. I don't like, so I feel like I want to put it off, but I think that we all know all the players and all the listeners know that Raj is the right one. I think we should just shoot Raj instead of resetting the puzzle and having to play through it. Keep resetting. But I want you guys to know that I want to take the opportunity to shoot a different one and be like, oh. Well, you can roll at the same time as Wendy. No, because if I succeed, then we all lose. That's the whole thing I'm trying to say. I'll roll for it again, and I gesture to Raj, and I'm like, you shoot it at the same time as me all like right. on the last one. I try to shoot her arrow out of the air. Her, her quarrel. 12. 21. All right. Well, you miss the quarrel, and it hits the turtle. All of the blue smoke starts swirling and swooshing. The tired top of the tower blows off into the sky and explodes into a fine powder. All of the smoke rushes out of the top, and a beam from the heavens shoots into the core of the tower. When the beam subsides, sitting in the middle is a little pedestal, and on top of it is a pedal, like a guitar pedal. Oh, sick! Don't touch it. No, don't. Man, don't. We just look at it. Yeah, yeah. What does it say? I walk towards it. It says super fuzz. We should plug it in just to see. No, I'm so scared. Look what happened to Wendy. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Let's just leave. Wendy, sh- I, I shrug and I'm like, I'll pick it up. Right. Like I go to like pick it up. Before she does, I grab it. Real wait, wait, wait. Quick. Before we do anything, I we roll an initiative. To- Let's talk about something here. You don't have time to talk about this. <laughs> roll. Yeah. <laughs> 23. 23. Oh! Are you serious? You right both now? grab it at the same time and you knock it off the pedestal and it falls on the ground. Wait, if we both grab it, shouldn't it be? Way less likely to fall on the ground. No, and then the pedestal disappears, and part of the wall turns into a door. I scoop it up off the ground. No, 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 no. I don't want Wendy to get it. Wendy, are you trying to grab it before him, or are you letting him take it? I'll let him take it. All right, you pick it up. Okay, oh, we could leave here, but I just it's it's important that we talk about something here. Roger, if that's your real name, which I'm, it clearly is not. I mime like I'm saying yes, but I make no noise. <laughs> <laughs> and then I look surprised, and then I hold my throat, and then I act like I'm yelling. And then I run, I run over and I take that pedal from him. Roll a bluff check. I got a 15. Am I doing a... I'm going to do an insight. insight. I got a 10. 11. Raj lost his voice. Okay, I'm going to take that pedal. I hold on to it. I'm All taking right. it. Can do we a fight strength, check? Yeah, do a strength check. Seven. Seven. Oh, really? <laughs> we do it again. We do it again. We keep fighting over it. Okay. 16. 13. All right, you rip it from his hands. And I'm like, okay, Raj, does my voice work? Yeah, your, your voice is fine. Holy cow, you've, you've solved the mystery. You're a, a liar, man. Twice in All the right, last, like, Kemen. five minutes. I waggle my finger disapprovingly at Raj. Out with it. What? You know? Out Tell us what? the truth. I don't want to tell you. What's your name? Um, Roland says, I just want to point out one other important aspect. There were no hobgoblins in here. Hey, yeah, what the f- That's true. We run outside. All right. I follow. Roland also leaves. I will follow them. As soon as Wendy leaves, lightning strikes from the sky straight down the center of the tower, which from the outside still has a roof on it. But the tower just crumbles in on itself and collapses into a giant pile of dust. When the dust settles in the pile of bricks, you see 
sticking out of it, an orange hand reaching for the sky. That's a hobgoblin's hand, right? It looks like a hobgoblin hand to you. I go over and I try to remove some of the bricks to see if I can tell that it's Galrock. You push a bunch of bricks to the side and you see Galrock. He's coughing, but unconscious. What? He's unconscious and coughing at you the same time? You can cough when you're unconscious? Don't tell Knuckles, guys. He'll murder him. I guess we dig him out. No, don't do anything. Knuckles will come over and throw his hammer in the corner and scare him into a trap. I help dig him out. All right, he's also holding in his other hand a silver spear. Oh, I grab I'll take it. That. I grab Dang it. it. All right, we get him out, right? We dig him out? Yeah. Uh, man, where were you in there? We looked in He's there. unconscious. Oh. Uh, I mean, you can slap you can him in the face. You want. I'm going to heal him with my healing word spell. Okay. Eight health points. He shakes his head and comes back to consciousness and he goes, What? What's happening? Oh, we got you out of this tower. You, what happened? We went in and you weren't in there. But Kaana said you were. There, there were this, all this blue smoke and there were all these ancient warlords from the goblin tribes and they kept asking me history questions. And I don't, I failed out of school and I don't, I I didn't, I kept getting them wrong and it was very disorienting. It's awful. Well, you're okay now, man. You want to get up? Yeah, Yeah. why don't you head on home? Where's my spear? He must have disappeared. Slapping his pockets. I hold it behind my back. (laughs) You got to roll some sort of check on that one, dude. It's a spear. I mean, I'm physically deceiving him, so I feel like sleight of hand fits. Sure. Uh, 15. Oh, Oh, hold on. I have to go... Maybe it's in that rubble when he starts digging through the rocks. All right, just be safe. Don't, we got to keep moving. Knuckles laughs boisterously. <laughs> and then Kana lets out some really weird laugh from someone you've never heard of before. They're just like, <laughs> yeah, perfect. Gross. Uh, wait, well, before we go anywhere, though, Raj. What, Kemen? <laughs> What's the deal? We had to shoot you in there. All right. Knuckles is like, you, sh- you had to shoot Roger? Well, they did some weird puzzle that was like all these things, and it was like, shoot the thing that doesn't belong. You know what? I'm glad I didn't go in. I hate puzzle dungeons. Yeah, and it didn't, like, it made sense until the last one, and then they all said these names, and... I'll tell you the truth. Okay. But I don't want you to tell anybody. Okay. I've all these people that are here so will know. Knuckles and... Karana, I don't want them to find out because they'll use it against us. I can hear you right now. I'll tell you later. Tell us now. When I was born, I was the fifth in my line. So uh, my name is technically Eustace Stewart the fifth. Eustace Jane Stewart the fifth. And that's a stupid name that you can't use to become a famous rock and roll player. Roland says, hey, Roger's not a stupid name. Right. And then everyone laughs, and they slap their leg, and then the big black circle shrinks. I want to see if I believe him. Yeah. Oh, no. 17. 14. 
16. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that was, his name was, what was it, Eustace? Eustace Jane Stewart the fifth. Better write that down. <laughs> <laughs> Better not. I don't, that's like, I'm not good at names anyway. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, you don't write it down. <laughs> Put that with all the other names you've written down. Booger. Okay, end of list. The only person every time, oh my. Emily's character sheet is is the Death Note book. Oh. You mean if I write someone's name and they die? Listen, my father and grandfather- <laughs> I pick up my pen. Also hated that name, but once you're the third, you can't not name your son. And once you're the fourth, you definitely can't end it. So you're going to name your son Eustace Gene? I I don't have any kids yet, so yeah, I don't have to worry about it. You're gonna. Yeah, you have to. You can't stop. If you don't have kids, you're not a valuable member of society. Oh, I'm going to have kids once we hit it big- and then we can all settle down, you know? But life on the road's no place to raise a kid. Okay. Uh, I think maybe we just head up the mountain some more, you know? Yeah. And if anybody says my real name, I'll stab them. Okay. Okay. Roland's like, <clears throat> I mean, we destroyed that temple, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Stunzo. Hey there, it's Emily. Just wanted to chat with you briefly about our music. If you go to our website... You can find links to our Patreon. You can find links to our band camp. You can find links to our Redbubble, all different things. And if you go to our band camp, you can hear some music that's not available on iTunes or Spotify because the albums haven't been mastered. But uh, there are three spell song albums for Sammy, Grungo, and Flo. And then there are three spell song albums for our new characters, Wendy, Raj, and the bass player. So they all have a different feel. They all have different art. And those songs haven't gotten published officially. So you can buy them on Bandcamp or you can just listen to them on Bandcamp. Um, the other thing is their sounds of Bardic Mystery Tour. So any guests that we've had in the past, their songs, their spell songs are on there as well. So you can, you know, reminisce. Or if you're just starting to catch up now because you just found out about us, you can listen to those spell songs there and any of the little short extra songs too. Um, so yeah. And then if you do want to do our go onto our Patreon and you see we have some postcards that get mailed out, and we do behind-the-screens interviews with Ed. Those have had to take a pause because of some things going on with interviews and getting the time to get together, but those are picking up again uh, starting this week. So hopefully we'll get those caught up and out to you if you are a patron, and if you are not and you become one, I believe you have access to all the old ones, so you can go back and find some answers if you were wondering what's been going on. So, all right, I guess back to the action and thanks for listening and reaching out and supporting us. We really appreciate you. All right, take care. All right, we head up the path. You wander around the mountainside trying to find any trace of a path because this temple was just in the middle of nowhere and you happened upon it because you could see it was a tower from far away. But at this point, you're just lost, wandering in the rough mountainside. It's very difficult to travel. Are there any trees around? No. Is there anything, like, climbable, like a big rock? Yeah, climb the rock. There's a mountain. Climb the mountain. I climb the mountain. Galarok goes up to the bass player, and he says, So why did you 
heal me. Uh, Why did you not leave me to die? You seem like you looked like you were hurt, you know? But none of you are goblinoids. Well, I mean, that's true. But we did get captured by some goblin king who said, we are good at music and I need your help. Oh. Uh, goblin king has a soft spot for music. And he does that America's Got Talent thing when it, he catches people. And he sent us to come collect all of you. There are four that left to go find yeah. and destroy things. Yeah, so well, I got mine done, I guess. We got you, and we found this other guy, and he didn't make it because when he ran away... Who was it? Uh, he was a real little guy. Boing. Yeah, I'm sorry. I pat him on his shoulder. All right. But he did, He got shot by one of the traps. And um, so then I guess there's two more of you guys out here. Yeah, we still got to find Uton Farseer and Ball on the Two-Face. Yeah. So, do you know these mountains at all? Like, can you help us find our way? Uh, just trying. I mean, you know, Euler Town's not that far from here, but we don't leave the city to go to the rough areas as much. We mostly farm the goat herds and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we decided it was probably better for us to split up to try to find these temples. I'm lucky I found one, because these things are in the cut. Yeah. I don't know. Can I roll a nature check? Yeah. For what? To, like, look for a path. Yeah. 16. You don't see a path or anything. Can I roll a sneak up and steal that guitar pedal from the big guy check? You're trying to steal that guitar pedal? <laughs> what did you do yeah. with the guitar pedal? Uh, I stuck him in my pack. Okay. I'm going to come over like I'm helping, but then I'm going to steal that guitar pedal out of your pack. It's, like, deep in there, and it's a big pack, and I'm a big guy, and it is on me. Yeah. So you good can slide luck. a hand, but disadvantage, baby. I just want to know about it. Eight. Am I doing a noticing idiots check? Yeah, do a notice check. 23. What are you doing, Roger? You took my pedal. I am saving you from your stupidity. Look what happened to Wendy. She can't even talk. She can't even sing. All she can do is pantomime things. But maybe it made her a better guitar player and so does the pedal. She doesn't even play guitar, man. But I do, man. Roland says, maybe now she does. I'll give her your guitar and let's see. I hand Wendy my guitar. I just kind of shrug and hand it back to Raj. She doesn't know how to play it, man. That necklace did not help her. Well, Wendy, take the necklace off and let's see what it does to Lars. Just an experiment. <laughs> How do I react to that? You don't want to take it off. Just for a couple minutes. I just shake my head now, and I, like, stroke it. Why don't we give Wendy the guitar pedal? Because then what if she's ruined in, like, complete all the ways? Why do we want to ruin one member? All right. Well, you hold on to it, but I get the next thing. Okay. I mean, maybe we just does not use the new things until we find someone who can identify them. Just to be on the safe side of things. Okay. Like, I want a fuzz pedal. It'd be sick, but I just am nervous. Like, if that's what happened to Wendy. Yeah, but that's the whole thing about fame. If you want fame, you gotta make sacrifices. Okay, I look at my compass. Garlock goes, holy crap, look at that! Oh, it's a compass, dude. He points his finger over there. I, I look over there. You see a bunch of pillars collapsed on the ground and bits of roof and stuff. I don't know what you call the kind of structure. You know, like the Parthenon? Yeah. What's a temple. That? I mean, it's a temple. Yeah, like a flat, angled roof with, like, a bunch of pillars, but it's open to the air. That kind of temple. 
Because there's lots of kinds of temples. You see that over there. I head that way. In the rubble, you see Johnny Necrotic and a goblin. Gorak goes, Uton, no! And he runs over to the goblin who is covered in, you know, furs and stuff. No, I go, I help too. Knuckles and Kana are like, Johnny, no! And they run over to Johnny Necrotic. I go to help fast. And Gorak says, he's still alive! Hey, big boy, you heal Johnny Necrotic and I'll help the goblin. Okay. I stand on the sidelines and watch them because I can't really do anything. I cast Cure Wounds on Umonami, the Finger Master. Utan? Utan, the Finger Man. Utan Farseer. If you've been hit, point me to the painful bit by the power of this spell. You cast it, but he doesn't become conscious again. He Uh-oh. still lays there limply, with his eyes open, breathing very slowly. I start pulling rocks off of Johnny Necrotic. All right. He seemed like he was kind of buried in the rubble, right? Sure. Okay. Knuckles is like, but he's alive! Okay. I'm trying to help, though. Is that is that not what you want? No, it's good that he's alive. Oh, oh, I thought you were... I'm... I thought he was dead at first. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man. You okay? How are you doing? I ask Johnny Necrotic. Knuckles is like, well, he's clearly unconscious. Look at how, like, he picks his, like, wrist up and drops it. Okay. Well, I cast Healing Word on him. Nothing happens. I give him seven band-aids regardless. All right. Knuckles is like, why didn't it work? We got to get in this temple somehow. And that part of the temple that you didn't see yet was on the far end of the temple. There's this pedestal. And on it, there's a glass hand that's, um, looks like it's holding something very small. Maybe the fuzz pedal was for the base. And there was a pick. Yeah, we gotta go over to check out that pick. I mean, that whatever it is. Alright, I'll go with you to make sure you don't do anything stupid. I'm not gonna do anything stupid. Mm. You can trust me. I wanna go look mm-hmm. at it too. I've never lied to you. I a decept- I wanna see if I believe him. Insight. Am I hesitant about touching other things because I don't recognize that the necklace is bad, doing anything bad to me. You know it's making you not talk, but you feel like that's That's a worthwhile trade. Okay. I got a 12. Do I believe him when he says, I've never lied to you before in a really stupid voice? Make him roll a disadvantage. The way he said that. Nope. I'm like, Raj, there's something wrong with the way that your voice works and like the how the words come out, man. I just shrug. Come on. (laughs) I go. All right. When you get to the glass hand, it's not holding anything. Um, I get a pick out of my pocket. Okay. I put it in the glass hand. It holds it perfectly. Boom. Nothing happened. No, but you do think that it makes like a extremely excellent stand to perfectly showcase an amazing pick you might have. What well, would we take the stand? What's it attached? How heavy is it? Oh, it's probably like six pounds or something, right? This might be a nice stand to have. I don't know, man. It seems like it might be evil. 
The stand? You never know. I'm going to go back to where Utan and Johnny Necrotic are and look at their hands to see if they're holding anything. Uh, They have their weapons. Johnny Necrotic has a short sword and Utan has this stick that has uh, this weird little skull, this three-eyed skull. It's like a bat skull with three eyes, kind of. But neither of them is like has a clenched hand holding something other than a weapon? Nope. Garok says, why won't Utan wake up? I cast detect magic. Do I see the pit glowing anywhere? No, but do you want me to tell you everything that's magical? Yes. Okay. Wendy's necklace. Uton's stick. The bat head. Yeah. Knuckles has a gauntlet that's magical. Uh, is everything else magical? Is my shield secretly magical? No. We gotta find out how to get into this temple. We gotta figure out how to wake these guys up. Can we investigate around and see if there seems like a way to get into the temple or if it's just like all collapsed around us? You do find a bunch of bits of rocks that look like they were like the front end of it that say Temple of Days to Come. We gotta we gotta we gotta find that pick. That's the only way to get them out of the trance. You don't think they have it? I checked their pockets. It's little, right? They might have stuck it in a pocket. So they both have someone that's hanging out with them that I don't feel like is going to let you check their pockets. No, I'm like, hey, there's something missing from over there, and it's probably a pick, a guitar pick. So, like, we're nervous that that's the thing that's causing them to be unconscious. Uh, Knuckles sticks his hand in Johnny Necrotic's pocket and pulls out, like, 15 picks. Are any of them magical? No. I can tell right away. They're not. Okay. Check his other pockets, too. Like, maybe he stuck it somewhere special because it's, like... Also, does he have any, like, new ones? And what gauge are they? What thickness <laughs> are they? What about uh, the other guy? 0. 0.05. What are normal? 0. 0.05? Point, point 0.2. I got some point twos. Point some... 0.2? <laughs> Was he bass player? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What's point... What do you use? I have to look it up. I think it's point 0.15 millimeters thick. No. 1.5 millimeters. I still want to do some general investigation while they're searching these people's pockets. Ooh, 22. You investigate pretty thoroughly, and what you've deduced is that this is a recently destroyed building, which leads you to the conclusion that this isn't a puzzle you can solve. It's a puzzle that has been solved, and seeing how the other temples were destroyed afterward, you believe it was destroyed once it was solved. I use 0.73 millimeter picks. Really? Mm-hmm. But I used to use 0.6 millimeter picks, 0.60. But I switched whenever we went to see Lagwagon, and the guitar player from Lagwagon uses the yellow ones. And I switched, because he's real good at the guitar. And I haven't looked back. Good job. Okay. Are you going to try to tell us that? I don't know how I'm going <laughs> to mime that. Well, just try it now. Tell us that you have something to tell us. I clap my hands and I'm like, I like make a gesture that I've looked around the area, like the same one that indicates the whole group, but like to indicate the whole temple. And I like make a gesture like binoculars, like I was looking at stuff. And then I just like shrug my shoulders like I didn't find anything. 
Then I wipe my hands and make a let's go with my thumb gesture over my shoulder. Roland says, I think what she's trying to say is she looked around and she found a good place to wash her hands right over there. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Hang on. My hands are dirty. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> let's go look for this thing. But if it's big enough. You can fish in it. I can fish in it. I point at Roland and then I shake my head no. Okay, hang on, hang on. Roland, you have to stay here. Roger. Do Why you have to stay here? Do you still have that message spell? Yeah. Yo, cast her a message and see if she can tell you in her brain what oh, she's yeah. thinking. I cast message to Wendy and I say... Why do we need a sink? I tried to think back. I investigated the whole area, and it looks like this puzzle's already been solved. I didn't find anything. All right. That's what you hear in your brain. All right. Then I say out loud, well, yeah, of course the puzzle's already been solved. That's why we're looking for the pick. So she said that the puzzle's already been solved. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go to the next place. What about the sink? I... Ask her if there was a sink. I cast a message to Wendy. Roland's like, yeah, if there is a pond, I want to fish in it. Because what if it has the golden salmon? Did you find a sink? Yes or no? There is no sink. Roland misinterpreted my message. I think we should leave and go to the last puzzle. Roland, bad news, bud. There's no fish in the sink. But we're supposed to go to the next puzzle. All right, well, if it's just a sink, then it's not going to fish. All right, well, you guys hold down the fort here. We'll we'll go solve the next puzzle. Galrock lifts Uton up over, puts his, like, arm on his shoulder. Like, it's not like fireman's carry, right? Because fireman's carry is, like, over your shoulder. But, like, he, like, you know, gets him up there and he's like, well, I can carry Uton. He's a goblin. Knuckles and Kana get Johnny Necrotic up on their shoulders. And they'll just drag his feet behind him. And Knuckles is like, well, we can bring Johnny. All right. Should we take them out of here? Is their soul missing? We healed them and they didn't come back to consciousness, which has never happened before. So I feel like they're trapped in a, like, separated from their bodies. Knuckles says, how, what do you mean someone's, how can your soul be missing? Did you ever break a string on your, oh, you play the drums. Did you ever... Like, forget your second crash, and you still play, but it's like your soul's not in it. No, I'm not stupid. You mean like one time I was playing a show, and I tore the head on my snare, and it was just like, why do I, like, why do I exist? Yeah, maybe it's like that. Wait, wait, can you like talk to souls if they're not in their bodies, if the people aren't dead? Uh, maybe a powerful wizard could. Okay. Roland says, like the man of the mountain. Yeah, if he exists. Old man of the mount. O-M-O-T-M. O-M-O-M. Amodum. Amodum. You swallow last time. What events transpired at the temple of days to come? Does the old man of the mountain have the knowledge to restore the souls of Johnny Necrotic and Uton Farseer? Where is the missing pick? And will Wendy ever get her voice back? Find out next time on Bardic Mystery Tour. It's the Bardic Mystery Tour.
Mystery Tour. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Bardic Mystery Tour is recorded at Looking for Group Pittsburgh. Looking for Group Pittsburgh is a land center in the Brookline neighborhood of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. If you're in the area, stop by for games, co-working, or events. Find more information or schedule your next party at lfgpgh.com.